Hello and welcome to another episode of Kings and Brothers. This is episode 8. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do really appreciate the support and even more if you tell your friends or family about this podcast. Uh, Any support in getting the word out is much appreciated. I've been having a lot of fun doing this. Looking forward to continuing to make more episodes and connect with more of you uh, in the future. I would like to ask again that if you are finding this content helpful, that you like and subscribe on iTunes, and if you would leave a rating and review, that really helps for them to boost your rankings and get more eyes on it than I'm able to uh, promote on my own, so that would be greatly appreciated. Also, go over to Facebook and join the Facebook group, Kings and Brothers, and then lastly, go to Instagram and follow Kings and Brothers as well. That is the best way to be connected with what I'm doing, and um, as I continue to build on more features, you'll be able to learn very quickly what's going on there. Um, You know, we're kind of, like I've said before, setting the foundations of what this podcast is, what this group is going to be, and at the very beginning, we really set the foundation when we talked about more in a philosophical way what masculinity is, what makes a man happy what makes him fulfilled so if you haven't listened to the, to those episodes back i highly recommend going and listening to where i talk about a man's need to have a battle to fight an adventure to live and a beauty to rescue and i'm going to return to those more philosophical ideas but i also want to get into practical things that men struggle with on a daily basis and so for today's episode uh as you'll have seen the title by now is why you aren't achieving your goals. Now, last week I gave a presentation at work about healthy living habits. I'm part of this group we call Well Wellbeing Champions, where from time to time we'll help out other departments in bringing them different ideas and tools to, that they can use about healthy living. <clears throat> and in part of that talk, I spoke about goal setting, and I want to expand on some of those things that I talked about to that group because it is still early in the year, although it's hard to believe it's already. Uh, more than halfway through February, but it is still the second month of the year, and I think it's a great time to revisit and remind yourself of the goals that you set at the beginning of the year. And it's sad to say, but if you are like the majority of the people who set New Year's resolutions, or if you just want to call them goals, you've probably already quit or at least faltered on those goals. When I was researching my for my presentation, I learned an interesting fact And that is the second Friday of January is known as Quitter's Day. And that is the day that the majority of people give up on their New Year's resolution. Just think about that a second. Most people only make it two weeks into the new year with a goal that they had set that in their mind or what they told themselves or what they told other people that this goal is so important to me, I'm committing to this for this new year. And they didn't even make it two weeks. Now, it would be easy for me and really something I would probably like to do, go off on a rant about people and how lazy they are maybe and what their lack of commitment says about them as well as society. And maybe that will be another podcast. But for today, I want to look kind of what is behind that reason? Why are people quitting two weeks in? And try to focus on the solution, not just the problem. A little, a little bit of, about me that I may have mentioned in the episode where I talked a little bit more about my story, but <clears throat> I went to business school in my 
uh, undergrad as well as graduate degree. And one of the things they talked a lot about was this framework for goal setting called SMART, uh, S-M-A-R-T. It's an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And I think this is a very helpful framework that anybody can use when evaluating if your goals are realistic and if there's something that they're worth pursuing. And I guess I'll say also that sometimes we have an idea when we're thinking about maybe goals for the year, just goals throughout the year. We have this idea, this dream, and we just say, oh, I want to do that. I'm going to commit to that. And we don't really sit down and do the research, the background we don't really count the cost, if you will. We just say we want to do something, but we don't really put the time in to figuring out what that's going to look like, what that's going to mean. What am I going to have to give up? What will I have to sacrifice? <coughs> Excuse me. And if you aren't willing to even do the work, the background work to count the cost, if you will, then you probably already know that you're not going to be very committed to that goal. So I think once we get through these, it'll be easier to see why people who do not use this framework will be among the ones who quit their goal two weeks into the year. So let's look at what those mean. So specific, instead of saying, I want to lose weight, say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Without the specificity, the goal is more of a wish and unlikely to happen as you haven't really defined what you are really going after. I also feel like it's almost a way, if you aren't specific, of letting yourself off the hook when you don't lose the weight because you haven't really put any power behind those words. It's very easy to just say, this year I want to lose weight. Well, how much weight? Because if you don't, the the, the trick our minds play, if you don't get specific, then if you don't end losing, losing the weight or the amount that you really want to lose, then your ego doesn't take as much of a hit. It's an ego protective mechanism. So the second idea, measurable. Another thing I learned in business school was that what gets measured gets managed. And if you cannot track your progress toward your goal, how will you know when you get there? If we go back to the weight analogy, if you refuse to get on the scale, then there's no way to tell what progress you are making. I mean, In all areas of our life, we like to see measurements. At work, we are measured on our performance. You know, we we even measure how much money we make, everything we want to manage. But when it comes to our goals, it's another way of accountability. And if we don't put a specific measurement on what we're trying to attain, then if we don't reach it, it's easier on our ego that we missed, that we failed. So make sure when you're setting this goal, you have something very measurable and a way to track it. The next one is achievable. This one I think is a little bit, it takes a little introspection and knowing yourself because you need to set a goal that is achievable for you with the tools that you have, with the resources that you have. So when you're looking at your goal, don't write a check that you can't cash. I'm all for dreaming big, But if you set your eyes on something unrealistic for you in the moment or in the time that you've set, you're setting yourself up for failure. Again, this goes back to thinking so high above what you where you're currently at that 
it's going to be very difficult and very easy to quit. And again, going back to the same point, if you aren't setting an achievable goal, then it's very easy to say, oh, well, it just wasn't possible for me, or I just can't do it, or I don't have the resources, or I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the support I needed. So we're, it's another way to protect ourselves when we end up failing, and we can tell ourselves that story, and also we can tell others that story if we don't reach what we said we were going to reach. The next one is relevant. In order for you to keep going when times get tough, your goal must be something important and motivating to you. So ask yourself, if this is something that inspires you, is this something that calls you up to the best version of yourself? I'll use the example of this podcast. This is something that I've mentioned before that I've wanted to do for years. And even though I've just been doing this for eight episodes, at times it's challenging to write out what I want to say, research what I want to say, get the microphone out, and do the recording. Um, but what keeps me coming back to it is that this is motivating to me. This is something I feel is very important. This is something I think is relevant not just to my life, but to a lot of men's lives. And so you have to have that relevance to the goal. Is it really something that if you set for a while and think about it, that is important to you. And then the last one is time bound. This one is very important. So instead of saying, I want to lose weight, you need to say, I want to lose 20 pounds. That's specific. And in the next six months. Again, without that last time bound characteristic, then you could be doing working on the 20 pounds for five years. Again, this is putting some accountability on your goal and not just throwing this out into the ether without having any constraint to it. That's not very helpful. That's not going to get you moving forward. That's not going to get you the progress you need and the time you want. So make sure your goal has a time element to it. This puts some positive pressure behind the goal and makes it a lot more difficult to flake on it if you put a time commitment behind it. And <clears throat> the bonus one I'll give you is accountability. This isn't part of the framework, but it's one thing to set down, well, I'll say two things. One, it's one thing to say your goal to yourself. That's the very most basic step. The problem with that is it's not recorded anywhere. You don't even have any self-accountability. It's very easy to forget about it or think, uh, you know, well, I know I kind of said that to myself that it was my New Year's resolution, but uh, I got too busy. I'll do that next year. And no, no, no harm, no foul. Nobody knows about it. You didn't even write it down. Again, going back to protecting your self-image. The first layer of that is writing it down. That's at least a step in the right direction. Putting pen to paper for whatever reason, that makes us it more real to us. It takes it outside of our minds into the physical world. So that's a definite that you have to do. But the best thing you can do is put some other people account, uh, some accountability on you. 
you know, that's one of the reasons I'm creating this a group component is because I want us to have people that we can be accountable to for the goals that we're setting, the behaviors that we have, whatever it might be. But in this case, letting people know what your goals are, not the world. You don't have to post on social media, although that's one form of accountability, but letting one to two very close people do you know, hey, this is my goal. This is what I've written down. This is what I've committed to. Will you help me with this? I'll give you an example for today. I just told my wife this today. There is certain things I want to clean up in my diet. And I said, hey, for the next month, I'm not eating X, Y, or Z. Now, if she sees me reaching for one of those things, she can be like, wait a second. You told me you were committed to this. What are you doing? That that adds another layer that I don't want to... I don't want to go against my word to myself. That's one thing. But I also don't want to go against my word when I told my wife I'm going to do this. So if you really want to accelerate your goals and bump up the percentage of likelihood that you're going to complete them, put some accountability on on those. So this is, I think, a really helpful, simple framework that you can use for all of your goal setting. It doesn't have to be New Year's resolutions. But... I want to go a layer deeper here because I think there's a bigger reason behind why people don't achieve their goals other than them not using a particular framework like this. And I think that is because they don't know or they don't clarify their why. They don't know their why, their reason behind the goals that they've set. Having a why behind your goal gives you the reason and the backing behind what you are trying to accomplish. Sticking with the weight analogy... Your why could be so that you can have a better health to be able to run and play with your children. It could be so you will have more confidence in um, just more confidence in general about how your body looks, how you present yourself to other people. It could be so that you can be a better image bearer of Christ. I think that's an incredible reason and one that I don't think a lot of us think about. If you're not showing up in your physical body the best you can, are you really being a better, uh, the best image bearer for Christ that you can? I don't think so. But whatever it is, you need to think deeply about it before writing out your goals. Because without the why behind your goals, they have no real force behind them. Be- those are the things you're going to fall back on on those times when you're questioning, can I really do this? Is this really important to me? I really want to quit. It's not going well. It's hard. It's harder than I thought it would be. You have to then go back to your reason for doing it. So how do you figure out what your why is? Your why is going to be deeply personal. I can't tell you what it is specifically, but I can help you figure it out. Let's once again go back to the analogy about weight loss. The why would be so that you will live long enough to see your grandkids. It could be so you could get your old confidence back. Whatever it is, whoever you think or talk about it, when you think about that why, when you talk about that why to yourself or other people, you should feel a strong emotional pull. So this is where you can really lean on that emotion. For me, you know, when I, I haven't talked about this a lot, but growing up, you know, early teenage years, I was chubby. I didn't think I looked good. Um, maybe some of those are common teenage problems. 
But whenever I would struggle, I go back to that feeling. I don't want to feel like that again. I don't want to be the chubby kid, the non-athletic kid. And there's a strong emotional pull, even though that was 20 plus years ago. Whenever I think about the state of the world, the state of men in particular, I get fired up about that. That makes me upset, angry, excited. When I question, why am I doing this? Who's going to listen to me? You know, I'm just, I'm just a random guy. I go back to my why behind it, and that keeps me going. So let's think about another example. Let's say that you want to open a business. That's a common goal. You hear a lot of people say, I want to be an entrepreneur. So what might your why be? Just making money, I don't think, is enough when times are tough to keep going. So how about to create a better life for your children than the one you had? How about so that you can give more money to causes you care about more than your current job allows? What about so you can change the way a certain industry is run? Or how about to create a movement that will leave a lasting impact? It could be a lot of things. Like I said, it's deeply personal, but I think you understand the concept of tying your goals to your why, and there has to be a very strong emotional pull to your why that's personal to you. So I know a lot of people have set goals for 2024, and I know a lot of people have already strayed from those goals. But I would encourage you to, maybe you didn't do that exercise. Maybe you just you know, kind of thought, hey, what do I need to work on? Um, you know, I want to have a stronger relationship with my wife. Okay, that's my goal. But you didn't really go through that smart framework. You haven't really thought about your why behind that. You don't really have a strong emotional pull to it. It's more of a nice to have, then this is really what I want. This is really important to me. So if you find yourself in that situation, I would challenge and encourage you to reevaluate. You know, a lot of people, you know, New Year's resolutions go in and out of fad. It's it's interesting. But to be honest, you can start a new goal anytime. Don't don't wait another, you know, 10 months to to start again. Do this exercise, evaluate what's important to you, evaluate what you really want to focus on the rest of the year, go through this exercise, and really commit to it. And the, the, it'll be easier for you to commit to it if you have that strong why behind you. So I hope that was really helpful. Like I said, I want to be practical. I want to get into the weeds of things. And as men, we want to be producers and To be an effective producer, you have to have goals. You have to be goal-oriented. You need to be ambitious. You need to be looking for what's next. And this is a tool that you can use to do that. So let me know what you think. Let me know if you have a different goal framework in any of the comments. Hit me on Instagram and let me know how you like this episode. Also, I wanted to let you know I'm going to start doing some interviews as well. I wanted to get a few episodes in where it's just me to lay the framework and and groundwork of what we want to do here, but I will start having some interviews. I already have some uh, potential guests lined up as well as future guests that I'll be uh, reaching out to. But if you know anybody that you think would be a great guest for the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me and let me know. I would definitely welcome that input. Again, just a quick reminder, go 
Check us out on social media. Follow, subscribe, like, rate, and review. All of that is extremely helpful. And if you have any questions about the podcast, The Movement, or I'll throw this out as well, I do one-on-one coaching as well. I'm a certified life coach. I'm trying to uh, reach out to more people about that and expand that business too. I'd be more than happy to speak to you about potential of working together if that's something that you're interested in. But until next time, have a great week. Go outline those goals, find your why, and set yourself up for a great 2024.